0: Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Discovery. Time flies when you're learning super cool stuff. I'm Nate.
1: And I'm Callie. If you're dropping in for the first time, welcome to Curiosity, where we aim to blow your mind by helping you to grow your mind. If you're a loyal listener, welcome back.
0: Today, you'll learn about how high blood pressure can reduce the gray matter in your brain, why scientists think the surface of Mercury is covered in diamonds, and how, while we have gene pairs from both parents, Our bodies will use one parent's gene over the others depending on the circumstances.
1: Without further ado, let's satisfy some curiosity. You know what raises my blood pressure?
0: Uh, thinking about your blood pressure running high?
1: (laughs) Yeah, and not only that, but thinking about how high blood pressure can severely impact your brain and alter its structure.
0: Ah, la, 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 la. I'm going to cover my ears for this. I'd like to have my brain structure stay the same, thank you.
1: Hey, hands off ears, Nate. It's better to know. A new study shows that people whose overall blood pressure has increased from early adulthood to middle age have less gray matter in their brains.
0: That doesn't sound good. Which one is the gray matter again?
1: It's the part of the brain responsible for body movements, memory retention, and regulating our emotions.
0: Ah, I'm freaking out, Callie. I have to get this under control.
1: Uh, Not to make it worse, but the study also showed that elevated blood pressure correlated to worse results on cognitive tests. But don't worry, there's some good news. Okay,
0: what did you find out?
1: The first bit of good news is that the data from the study is pretty solid. A team from the University of Alabama at Birmingham started it all the way back in 1983. Taking a group of 5,115 healthy people between the ages of 18 and 30, the scientists would periodically check in on their health.
0: This already sounds pretty extensive. How many years did the checks go on for?
1: All the way up to 2016, so over 30 years. Of the roughly 4,500 participants still alive, just under 900 agreed to have MRI scans done. The scans were done in 2011 and 2016, and some of the participants had scans done both years. At that point in the study, the average age of the participants was about 50 years old. Okay, this is where we get to the second bit of good news.
0: Well, the anticipation is killing me. Or at least decreasing my gray matter.
1: (laughs) When the team collected all their data, they measured the pressure in the large arteries of the participants throughout a cardiac cycle.
0: Cardiac cycle. That sounds like it's going to be the scientific term for a heartbeat.
1: That's because it is. Nice. Okay, so that measurement is called the mean arterial pressure, or MAP. It's basically a more invasive but also more useful way of measuring blood pressure. They found that an increase in MAP showed a higher likelihood of low gray matter volume as compared to white matter.
0: That... Doesn't sound like good news. Now white matters involved?
1: Hang on, Nate. When surveying the study as a whole, it was found that this increased blood pressure history was actually pretty rare. Whew.
0: Okay, now I can relax. You could have started with that fact.
1: I wanted to be thorough.
0: I think you wanted to stress me out.
1: Maybe a little. Okay, it's kind of fun to watch you squirm. (laughs) Okay, but in the study, 65% of people did not have any kind of high blood pressure. Another 23% had high but stable blood pressure. The group hit by those gray matter effects were just 12% of the total, which is about the same as the average rate of people in the U.S. under 50 with high blood pressure or hypertension.
0: So it's pretty unlikely that it'll even develop high blood pressure?
1: Yeah. Whether someone began the study with hypertension or developed it throughout the tests, they both scored lower on tests for verbal memory as well as brain functions involving planning, organizing, and self-control.
0: Are there any theories as to why this damage is happening?
1: They're still pretty in the dark on it, but some think that the elevated blood pressure gets in the way of our brains and cardiovascular systems working together. And the increased pressure might be affecting the small blood vessels involved in brain development.
0: Great. So if we get high blood pressure, we're doomed. Callie,
1: It'll be okay, Nate. Some more good news is that while the high blood pressure rates can be somewhat genetic, they can also be easily managed and even reversed with the right lifestyle choices like staying away from smoking and alcohol, managing stress levels, and reducing sodium in your diet.
0: So I have to cut pizza and french fries out of my diet? That sounds like more bad news.
1: (laughs) Oh, maybe just a little bit of moderation with them then. What's more important, Nate? Having a few extra slices a week or keeping your gray matter intact?
0: Um, I
1: don't understand you sometimes.
0: Well, the pizza relieves my stress, so it all evens out anyway, right?
1: I don't think that's how it works.
0: My... Callie, a lot of people impress their partners with these impressive, ornate engagement rings, but I think I've got an idea that would top even that.
1: Are you getting married, Nate?
0: Well, not yet, but it's always good to plan. My idea, though, are you ready for this? A space diamond.
1: (gasps) Space diamond? Where are you going to get one of those? Space. Nate.
0: Alright, to be more specific, the planet Mercury. (laughs) Researchers think that as much as one third of Mercury's crust could be made of diamonds.
1: Sounds like Mercury's got a lot of them.
0: Even though the planet is smaller than some moons in our solar system, this finding means it could have more diamonds than Earth many times over.
1: Wow. Okay, I know Mars has been getting a lot of love in the news recently, what with our hopes to visit it, but maybe we should hang a Yui and head to Mercury instead.
0: Oh, it's crazy. It's the closest planet to the sun, and since it has no atmosphere, it is absolutely covered in craters from meteorite impacts. All of that happened about four billion years ago during the late heavy bombardment, a violent time in our solar system that gave our own moon many of its craters.
1: Oh, cute. The moon and Mercury. They're like a pair of guys who got magic tattoos at a bachelor party weekend.
0: Uh, not my future bachelor party weekend. No two guys will bond more than the group bonds as a whole.
1: Okay.
0: Anyway, Mercury is also 800 degrees Fahrenheit during the day and gets down to negative 290 at night. All those days and nights are long, while its years are short. It takes the planet 59 Earth days to rotate for a single day, but only takes 88 Earth days to do a lap around the sun.
1: Oh, so having a bad day on Mercury is a really big deal. It lasts more than half the year.
0: Pretty darn close. Mercury is unique in another important way. Its surface is covered in a crust of graphite.
1: So, carbon crust? Sounds like a horribly burnt pizza to me. Is that what makes it good for diamonds?
0: Well, let's talk about Earth diamonds first. They form from carbon under immense pressure and temperatures. On Earth, that usually happens about 100 miles beneath the surface, and they only reach the surface when they're spit out by volcanoes.
1: Man, I wish I belched precious gemstones.
0: (laughs) Weird. Well, I'm glad you don't. Researchers have found that diamonds can form on the surface, though, but it only seems to happen when a meteorite strikes and creates a moment of intense pressure and heat. The subsequent stones are called, ooh, this is a fun one, shock diamonds.
1: (laughs) Fiances to be in jewelry stores across the world are hoping they pick out a shock diamond, too.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, if they wanted to get a real one, Mercury would be the best place to look. Researchers figured that if they were on Earth, they're probably on Mercury, too. A lot of them. So they used a computer program to simulate 4.5 billion years of meteorite impacts. They had the meteorites traveling well over 20,000 miles per hour, like they do, and simulated the thousand feet of graphite at the top of Mercury's crust.
1: Oh, if there aren't diamonds, you could make a fortune in pencils with that much graphite.
0: (laughs) You could make pencils as large as a Mercury day is long. Okay, so the computer software found that the meteorite impacts would make about 16 quadrillion tons of diamonds. A quadrillion is a million billions. That's a lot of diamonds. As much as 16 times the estimated reserves on Earth.
1: Sitting there in piles on the surface of Mercury? It's an easy heist. If we could only get a rocket.
0: Researchers think some of these diamonds would be destroyed in subsequent meteorite strikes, but not too many. After all, it takes over 7,000 degrees Fahrenheit to melt a diamond. That's over half as hot as the sun.
1: Sounds like there's still a lot to be had then. So what do you think? Should we go all Armageddon space mining? Actually, might not even have to mine. I've done some volunteer litter pickup, and from the sounds of it, the surface is just filthy with gems. Well,
0: sure, there are a lot of diamonds up there, but they likely won't be the large, sparkly gems of our dreams. It's more likely the planet is covered in dispersed, impure diamonds, most of them small, many of them mixed in with graphite. It'll be a mess.
1: Hey, a girl can dream. Uh, when will we be able to confirm?
0: Well, the joint European-Japanese mission, Colombo is hoping to do a flyby of the planet in 2025, and we will hopefully be able to analyze the planet for Diamond's unique infrared signature.
1: Well, if you can, let them know that I'd like a scoop if they decide to land. That'd be great.
0: <laughs> I'll let them know. In the meantime, we can just watch some antiques roadshow and hope someone brings in their auntie's jewelry box.
1: Ooh, they're always good for at least one big gem an episode. Shock Diamonds! Shock Diamonds! Nate, you know how you inherit genes from your parents?
0: Yeah, sure. Everyone has two copies of each gene, one inherited from their mom and one from their dad.
1: Right. And genes are called on for all sorts of reasons.
0: They do more than pick your eye color?
1: Oh, yeah. They're used in different bodily functions, producing proteins, and coordinating plenty of other processes. And when your body calls on a gene, it just uses one of the genes in the pair and the other stays dormant.
0: Totally. And that's all stuff we knew already, right?
1: Yeah, and researchers are still figuring out the ins and outs of why the body picks one gene over the other. But new research shows that scientists could potentially predict which gene will be called upon depending on several factors. Basically, certain processes seem to use the dad gene consistently and other processes use the moms. In making proteins or hormones, even affecting behavior and decision making.
0: That's pretty wild.
1: Yeah, let's get into it. So researchers looked at the brains of mice and found that some parts relied exclusively on the copy of the gene from the mother.
0: What did those parts of the brain do?
1: They produced a kind of chemical messenger called neurotransmitters.
0: So just the mother's gene was being used there. What happened to the father's gene?
1: In these parts of the brain, the gene from the father mice was switched off.
0: It just switches off? That's kind of crazy.
1: Right? And in the adrenal gland, the body favors the gene from the father when it makes adrenaline. So what's even wilder is that it's with the help from the same gene. Just the dad's side this time, though, while the mom's side is switched off.
0: What gene is this that does those two crucial activities?
1: Okay, you ready for this? This gene is dopa decarboxylase. It helps control our mood and movement.
0: Well, how do we know this so well? How can we tell which genes are being favored?
1: So that's a great question. Uh, Researchers engineered mice to attach a fluorescent tag to the dopa decarboxylase enzyme. They designed it so it would glow red if it was using mom's gene or glow blue if it was using dad's. All they had to do was look under a microscope to see what was active.
0: That's so cool. Glowing genes. Right? So the body used one of the genes from the pair within the brain and the other one from the same pair in the adrenal gland.
1: Continuing down this track, they saw genes from one parent or another being favored in decision-making. They saw some decisions in sons controlled by mom's genes and some decisions in daughters affected by dad's genes. They put mice in food foraging areas where they could go where they wanted and do what they wanted, take risks, move to safety, forage, that kind of thing. To the researchers, it looked random.
0: So how could they tell which parent's gene was affecting the behavior?
1: Well, remember, they had that information about certain functions favoring one parent over the other. So, with that, they applied a machine learning algorithm to look for patterns in the behavior. And it did. They found that some decisions were based on which parent's gene was in control.
0: Fascinating.
1: It was enough to show that decisions and actions can be associated with each parent's copy of the genes.
0: Why would that be? Is there an evolutionary benefit to it?
1: Well, they believe it might be a sort of genetic regulation. There's more research to be done to test the hypothesis. But they think from a natural selection standpoint, it may be better for species to have daughters and sons make different decisions. Like for daughters to stay closer to home and find partners, whereas sons would be better suited to going out and spreading genetic diversity.
0: This has to be a big revelation for researchers.
1: It absolutely is. They're saying it's a whole new untapped region of biology that could help us understand how and why we make certain decisions.
0: Too cool. Let's recap what we learned today to wrap up. A long-term study shows a strong correlation between high blood pressure and decreased brain function in young adult to middle-aged participants. Those with hypertension not only showed less gray matter in the brain, but also difficulty with cognitive tests concerning verbal memory and high brain functions like planning, organizing, and self-control.
1: Scientists expect the planet closest to our sun, Mercury, might be covered in diamonds. A crust of graphite and a lifetime of meteorite impacts might be just the combination to make a payload of diamonds many times greater than all of Earth's reserves.
0: We inherit genes in pairs, one from each parent, and only one of those genes is used at a time. New research shows that it may be possible to predict which gene of the pair will be used depending on the situation. In mice, a given process will use the mother's gene while another will use the father's. This revelation may provide important insight into how the human body functions and even how we make decisions. Curiosity Daily is produced by Wheelhouse DNA for Discovery.
1: You can follow our show wherever you get your podcasts and we would love it if you could take a second to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts.